Matt Smart up of the way, kind of easy dead set goes. That's his spraying beer for the over ceiling. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Isn't there a rule you can't nominate yourself as Diamond of the Week? It was just a spectacle. It was probably one of the better games we'll see. Just, just about doing, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Let's go. Welcome along to another week of the semi-pros. It's been a while. We've been in isolation, but for those watching on our Facebook live feed, the band's back together. We're all in one room, one and a half metres apart. Steve, <laughs> how are you? Yeah, good to be back. I see you be uh, joining the, the f- infamous Power FM uh, commentary team from the DDBBL. So, <laughs> yeah. in uh, pretty esteemed company here tonight. So, uh, be no, it's us. good to be back in here, though. It's confined, as you said, nice and spacious. Plenty of fresh air. <laughs> I, forgot how, I forgot how warm it is in here. We should have come back in winter. Mm. Troy Gursky, how you going? Good, Mike. Jeans have been nearly painted on, isn't it? See, he's um, put me with the red mic. Got tailed up on Tuesday by the uh, Hip Pocket Rockets and put me on the red mic again. Thanks for that. You got so. the bone out of your throat yet or what? <laughs> oh, mate, you know, happens, doesn't it, Steve? Happens. So, No, yeah, it was uh, a bit of a sad loss on Tuesday, but um, a good game of cricket seen by all. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another season done and dusted. Yeah, through to Sunday, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Big yeah. Year. So as a part of it, part of our show, Haynes Wilson, ITP special guest. We're going to preview the grand final, which is Sunday at six o'clock out at Highfield, sign of the light. So we'll see the grand finale. So Ada Care Aztecs, your old mob, they've done all right. Done well, haven't they? Had a good year. Wonder yeah. what the key was. We can ask. Captain, <laughs> we can ask the um, skipper when he comes on, I suppose, <laughs> can't we? Yeah. Joel Stower, how are you? Going well. Going real good. Good to be back in the in the studio with you boys. Yeah, we, uh, we you know we did had a great time. Obviously, going virtual there for a while, of course. So just as well for our uh, billions of followers on the show, we're going to go back to Saturday morning, so bright and early, six thirty in the morning. Suit the early ones. So I'll tell you, it'll give a few people to watch when they're sitting on the throne. Anyway, I know that was a pretty popular place to just sit and tune in on Saturday morning while you get rid of a bit of business. <laughs> so Saturday morning, six thirty. So we'll be back there. From next Saturday, well, this show obviously be played on Power FM, Toowoomba and uh, Lockie Valley and I'll get up the podcast as well, so for Saturday morning, so um, exciting time, so join us on the show week in, week out, share your thoughts on a few things there. Boys all um, chewing the fat, presented to us by Fat Burgers, best burgers in town, topic this week. LeBron James's legacy, NBA Finals completed, he picked up his fourth championship, fourth ring, third different team, he... Had a bit to say after it about wanting his damn respect and et cetera, et cetera. A lot of talk about it. Where does it place his legacy on the all-time greats list when it comes to basketball after that one? Oh, silence. That good, eh? That good, I reckon. In terms of the team that he carried to the finals, I know he had AD there with him, but you look at the rest of the roster. I mean, God, if, you, if you're carrying that team to an NBA championship, you're going well. In my view, um, where does it place him? Well, he's always in the conversation, but um, yeah, I think he's the goat. But might be a bit biased given that he's just won a championship with the Lakers. Um, me making that sort of statement, but um, yeah, no. As I sort of said, there carrying the roster that he did throughout the season to a championship, I just think that it's got to certainly 
put him a bit further ahead of the other couple in the conversation, in my view. Who are the other couple? Kobe. Kobe and Jordan. I think there's only one. Mm. Oh, you're going to say Kobe and Kareem. <coughs> yeah, Kareem's there. Else play for like, it must be <laughs> Magic Johnson was there. there. I think Shaq was there too, yeah. wasn't he? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was, it, no doubt. <clears throat> Good win for him. Picked up. The COVID Cup, so they've got the, uh, the 2020 Premiership with a, a big asterisk beside it. But um, I don't know. I, I found it's, his comments funny after that. He wants his respect. I like it. It's it's a no-brainer. There's two men in the greatest player of history story. So you can't tell me in that conversation you're not getting too much respect. Yeah. So it's a bit of a silly uh, comment from him. I know. He, yeah, but is it? Is it? He's always like no. I'll, seriously, like you think about the what he copped after passing to an open player. In the game prior, mm. exactly, like, and he's copping it after that. He should have taken the shot. Like, he should have taken oh, the shot. If you're the man, you're getting yeah, you're the man on the team. Yeah, exactly. He's got three people guarding him. He's hit an open bloke. Who did he pass to? Danny Green. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> open. If you're in the NBA and you can't hit an open three, <laughs> who's a noted open three hitter? Honestly, if you're in the NBA, if, if you're a number one stud and you're passing up an opportunity to win a game, then what? So you're getting triple team. You're not passing. I'm not, no. <laughs> if you're a ball hog. Oh, oh, dead set. Bad shot's better than a bad pass. And if you, you miss the shot, you cop it. But then you don't... He would have been, oh, damn, Danny, you stuffed it for us. If, imagine if Miami come back and win that. And LeBron's like, oh, should have taken that shot. And they win it in seven. And yeah. There was a bad pass thereafter. Old Markeith Morris tried to lob it in the oh, paint. what he was doing. AD, and he's throwing, about, he's throwing about three metres above his head. Mm. That was terrible. But do you that's, all, that's the one he should have had another, had another go, old Danny. But do you honestly think that him winning it has an asterisk to it? It's not a real oh, yeah. oh, 100%. Why? Yeah, massive. Because there's no home ground advantage there. So does that make it even better? No. Because mm. they, they would have had home court advantage through the entire playoffs. Nah. Nah. I reckon it's an asterisk in a positive. No, better really? way. You're off your head. COVID positive. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> to, to do it under those circumstances, mm. to not, not have... And he said there's no... Home court, it's all neutral, and I think that's why we saw a few. Well, Denver twice come back from three-one down, so no home court advantage, which we know is a big thing. The Lakers aren't they're the num- were they the number one team. Well, mm. Milwaukee was, but they're gone, so they would have had home court advantage all the way through. So they forfeited that playing at a neutral venue under the COVID conditions and the lockdown and all the rest of it that they had to go through. I actually think it's I actually think it's a um, a I reckon it's a huge. I think it dwindled. I think it dwindled the talent. How the pool? I, I just think. It, it halved it. Some some could cope with the with the COVID. Some couldn't. I think it really took a lot of the competition away. Mind you, you got to give it to him. He's the one that came out and uh, and played as good as anyone and, and got his team. You could see he had his team in the right headspace, whereas other teams just same as Miami. They, they were just That's like, right. yeah, they're exactly right. But a, a mediocre team who got in the right headspace got through to the got through to the finals. I think some other teams come out of COVID. Some good teams and just couldn't deal with it, and it showed. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. was a prime example. Yeah, exactly right. Yep, gone. Where's it leave LeBron? Obviously, he probably cracks in the top five now. <laughs> um, no, but obviously, yeah, he, he he is. He's in the the top couple, isn't he? Um, yeah, but, but the, to say he hasn't he's got always he's always been in the top couple. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Okay, he's number That's two. There the, you go. I'll tell you, he's number okay. two. Is he? Um, two. Yeah. All number time two. behind. Jordan. I think he's beyond Jordan. Yeah, Correct. number two, best second best player ever to play the game. Yeah, I think he is. Right on. Yeah. I think that's what number two means. Yeah. But I think... <laughs> but him saying he hasn't got his respect, he's always got to come out... The thing that brings LeBron down is he's always got to come out with something. Like when he didn't get the MVP, he had to... He came out and had a few few jibes about 
not not saying he should have won it, but saying he should have polled more votes. Like, mm. and he didn't have to. He didn't have to come out and say that. Just cop it. You're number two to a bloke who's had a pretty good season, um, and let it be gone. But yeah, he can't do that. So. Congratulations. Respect, mate. Congratulations. You got your respect. Good on your number two. <laughs> I reckon he's the best ever. And I said that prior to this anyway. Yeah. Watching the last dance made me think, oh, maybe um, <laughs> when you watch that back. But, um, but yeah, no, it's an interesting theory if there be an asteroid its name or, or what and people saying, you know, the easy, easiest run. So do you hold that asterisk in terms of against every competition then? I do. I think so. But going to LeBron, put him back in the 80s, he cries when somebody bumps him when he goes to the hole and he's six and whinges. Imagine um, oh, Bill mm. Wellington or Bill Wellington get in there or someone Rodman from the, uh, playing against the Pistons, Pistons there. Bill yeah. Lambeer. Yeah, Bill Lambeer. He doesn't get a little bump on there. Tack he comes off with one arm left. <laughs> he'd be crying. He'd be that, he'd, he'd, his skin would be all shriveled up from his tears. But you don't think he'd respond? No, I think he'd suck it. Nah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Or go to the refs and say change the rules. Pretty much. Yeah. Which was what they did. Something you never know, but like that, but that's what happened in the 80s, didn't it? You? you got bashed every night. Mm. Like that, and that, that's one reason why I hold Jordan where he, where he is, because he got belted every night. For sure. Every night. Yeah. Uh, and still produced. Yeah, don't don't disagree with you there. And I mean, it's a, it's a tough conversation, <laughs> like around yeah. who's... But yeah, anyway. it always is going to be a tough conversation. But I just, I just comparing any era like that though, in any sports, always yeah, 100%. the same sort of Andrew range, Johns yeah, to exactly. Thurston to yeah. go way, way yeah. back to Sterling and Kenny, Lewis, go to Joey Messenger. To None of us ever saw him play. Yeah, go right back to to that era. So it's a hard thing to do. But look, I don't know. I reckon it's interesting to um, anyway. Another NBA season's done. Unbelievable season for the Heat. Great Hager, season. Hager was Jimmy, um, Buck- Jimmy buckets. That's not bad for a bloke they called a cancer. Right. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, exactly. Philly couldn't get rid of him quick enough. Yep. And how'd they go? So yeah. That's what's probably happened at Philly, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. Pulled the wrong rein there. I think they had a few money issues. <laughs> a couple of horrid contracts yeah. oh. they needed to, to bust up too. So. so I don't know how they're going to work through that for years moving forward. So. Yeah, but no, they were good. Tyler Hero. Tell yeah. you what. If mm. you're given Rookie gun. of the Year at the postseason, he wins that hands down. Mm. Don't know who did win it anyway, but... Who did win the rookie this yeah, year? Yeah, old um, yeah guy. Yeah, from um, Timberwolves. Wasn't it? Oh, what? Grizzlies. Yeah, Ja yeah, Morant. That's it. You had yeah. a feel for old Dragic, didn't you? Coming back and playing. Mm. The last game, you get to see he was like... No good. He was like 60%. He was just trying to produce mm. something for a bloke who had a really good season. And yeah, you just see he was passionate to get on the court. Tell you one bloke who wound back the clock, old Rajan Rondo. Yeah. I always he said he'd play. I always, I always said yeah, he'd he go well unreal. with LeBron. Yeah. And he oh, will work this time. So, But anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens next I love year. I the, love the picture of Rajon after the last game. He was a young fella just on the boosties. <laughs> see that? Yes. He had the young man. We had the bottle of champagne. Bring back, um, and then bring back Golden State next year. Add a bit more spice to it. And mm. KD back, obviously playing next year too. So, Yeah. yeah. So With Corey. So. Whenever mm. the new season starts, be uh, mm. be interesting. So looking forward back to that. Back in the bubble. Another asterisk. But anyway, Lakers winning the NBA title. That's chewing the fat. You're listening and watching the semi-pros. We're going to take a break on the program. And coming up next, ITP Haynes Wilson, special guest feature. We're going to have a look at the uh, DD BBL Grand Final. 
Hogan's Family Jewellers are Toowoomba's premier family-owned jewellery store. Three generations have been serving Toowoomba and the Darling Downs for the past 74 years. Hogan specialise in handcrafting, engagement, wedding and eternity rings and all fine jewellery using only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds and hand-selected gemstones from the most renowned regions in the world. Lockie has a passion for designing beautiful, unique pieces for his clients and is available by appointment for consultations. Visit Lockie Hogan and the team at 243 Margaret Street, Toowoomba. Hogan's for those who prefer quality. Who is Haynes Wilson? It's Cohen Haynes and Liam Wilson. They're mortgage brokers. They'll find the right loan for you and they'll manage the whole process from start to finish. Whether it's your first home, refinancing your current dwelling or in an investment, they have access to loans from a host of Australia's leading lenders. They're not just here to help you find a loan with the right fit, they're here to make the whole process easier. Professionalism at every turn. Pick up the phone and call today. Haynes Wilson, 4599 Considering who to trust with your tax return and other financial affairs is a big decision. You can trust ITP Toowoomba. Your local ITP tax agent in Duggan Street is a specialist in tax for individuals, businesses and public servants. ITP was voted Australia's most trusted accounting and tax service. Maybe it's the attention to detail. Maybe it's the professional and friendly service. Or maybe it's because they know you'd rather be doing what you love and leave it to the professionals. Leave it to ITP Toowoomba. Phone them today and book an appointment. 4632 You're listening to the Semi-Pros on Power FM. Joining us on the Semi-Pros, Haynes Wilson, ITP, special guests in the... Wasn't he? (laughs) I have no idea why. (laughs) Semi-final Tuesday night. Fair finish? A low-scoring blockbuster, mate, would be the best way to describe that. Um, Intense all around, and I'm sure Troy will agree with me. Uh, Shame that there has to be a loser. But that's is there really? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, as long as you're on. not in, yeah, no way would have been saying really? that. <laughs> the modest man says that when yeah. he wins, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. But Troy, tough. Seriously, a tough one for you guys Tuesday night. Yeah, it was it was a tough one. Um, but as they say, you you learn from your mistakes, I suppose. Um, yeah, so we we, we probably. We probably should have squashed the game a bit earlier than what we did, and then the longer it went, you could kind of had that feeling of what was unfolding. You could see it unfolding before it actually happened a little bit um, when you yeah. played a lot of cricket. Yeah, I was talking to a few of the boys about it before, and you can see what was happening. Um, yeah, and then hats off to Shawnee. Bold, um, bold a cracking last out and finish it off. Probably hit six out of six Yorkers, I would have thought. So, um, as I said there, a couple of young fellas are a bit dejected. You know, not much you can do about it. You come up against an overall out. Happens again, you, the same thing's probably going to happen. So, um, yeah, but no, it was. It was a good game. Um, good bowling and fielding game uh, down there at uh, Gatton with a few of the locals getting in there and having a few beers and <laughs> and a bit of the Power FM crew out there having a bit of a chirp on the on the mic. It was, it was a good night. So, yeah, I think it'll be the same on, on Sunday too. It'll be a cracking yeah. day. It certainly it looked it. Sean, my question was, how did you guys bounce back Tuesday night? So, Sunday, same team that you played again, they belted you. Copped an absolute pizzling, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was one of those games. I mean, on Sunday, and Troy will probably agree with this, we had them about three for 50 after seven overs, and we dropped Blake and uh, Bellicott both yeah, in the one same over. over. Yeah, yeah. Mm. dropped them both. Then they went on to get 90 and 70 <laughs> respectively, and they scored 200. And I think after we dropped them both and they kept going on with it, we dropped our heads. And 
I think we'd almost, I hate to say it, but it looked like we'd almost given up the game before we even went out to bat. And then that sort of showed as well too. So even though it was a real pizzling, we knew that we could compete with them mm. come Tuesday night in the semi-final. And even after getting a low score, we knew that low scores wasn't much of an issue on that Gatton deck. It was a pretty low and slow sort of pitch anyway. Yeah. So, And then, yeah, the way, like Troy said, the bowling and fielding from both sides, the way that, yeah, we tried to finish it off and take it into that last over... Yeah. Just happened to work out for us on and the night, mate. Before we get into obviously talking about this grand final, what an amazing final round. So being up there, I know like the Lightning boys were like, we need to win and win big and hope if your results go our way. And then you had obviously that result came through and then talking to Blake Anderson, it oh, looks like we're right. And then you had the old Blazers here, Grandma, upsetting the apple cart if, if um, the Raptors could have won. So you guys would have been gone out, yeah. out altogether. Yeah. Three runs, I think, Grandma won by in the end. So, well done, Steve. Yeah, yeah thanks, love. Good contribution, Jake. Good, good bowling at the end there, mate. That was good to see from yourself. Fantastic so. banter from under Bolden. Love it. I'd have to say he, he was he was giving them plenty of encouragement. Mm. His own team, the others at the lot. <laughs> mate, I'll tell you what, I just cannot bat, cannot bowl, but I can still chat. I want to tell the story quickly. Phil Curry's there. Obviously, he's came up past me. He's like, oh, geez, Clive, he still loves it. He talks. He's carrying on. I said, yeah, that, that's him. You know, sitting on this, I was watching. And then I think you were having a yarn to lock the Neuendorf. I think his name. Mm, yeah. The sort of... But he didn't quite turn out <laughs> Anyway, he's having a yarn to him. And Neuendorf's just smoked. He's like, and he, I sort of turned around the glove and say, yeah, the more you talk, the further I hit him or something like that. <laughs> Anyway, he likes to chat too, old oh, little Neundorf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeezy was hitting him well. He's but anyway, that, he, yeah. Once, um, but once he got out, that was difficult for. Just quickly on that on that grammar game too. Like, um, congratulations, Jack Carty. Yep. First hundred in DDBBL history. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, absolutely pumped it. Like he had a couple of quiet games and he missed a few games, um, and you could just tell that he was he was going to produce in one. And yeah, what a knock! Bring up mm-hmm. bring up the first hundred. Mm. We've been yeah, pretty good Steve. You've seen him do that. I saw him do that in a video on an A-grade game down in Brisbane. It absolutely pined him everywhere. I think got 170 or something. Might have been a one-dayer. But same thing. Like, he was 50 off the first six overs. And if we had, had we not lost quick wickets after that, he could have kept going. And had he not got out, could have nearly got closer to 200 than 100. So <laughs> he was, yeah, making... Um, our, uh, which was a decent sized field, our field down there, other than the other stamp that someone was playing on. <laughs> We're on the kiddies field, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I uh, know he's outstanding. Yeah, first ton. It was a bit of a race there. We thought Buxy was going to get one up the uh, up the top there, but he Hold fell short. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, outstanding. But onwards and upwards, I suppose. Enough yep. about the, the past. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, Sean, have you worked with the aeronautical engineer during the week, mate? Obviously. Um, Troy spoke about your six your last over there, your six Yorkers. Mm. What he didn't speak about was the the Hain plane impersonation that you <laughs> pulled off at the end there, mate. Have you, was it a bit more thrust you needed to take off? Or? No, no, I stayed grounded, but I, I ran past the Maccas on the highway, got yeah. a couple of burgers for the boys. <laughs> a fair bit of wind coming back. off the back yeah, here, I no, saw I was, that. I was off, mate. They weren't catching me. No. Yeah, when, when you're that happy, Usain Bolt couldn't have caught me. <laughs> no, I think he would have. <laughs> But how good is it, mate? You, you fell agonisingly short last year of making the finals, but to turn that around, you've adopted what looks like a similar sort of theory with a fairly uh, young squad yeah. uh, coming through. But now to be able to take that next step, or take another couple of steps, and find yourself in GF this year. Yeah, it's going to be going to be different for for the hip pocket guys. That's for sure. You're right, though. We we did pick a pretty young side, same as what we did last year as well. But we've got some good senior heads. 
around it as well too. Uh, Mick Sipple, Councillor Chris Wilson. Uh, yeah, and then even guys like Luke Neal, who even though he's he's under 25, he's played enough senior men's cricket and rep cricket to have a, a good level head on him as well too and be a leader of that team. Mate, looking forward to the game, that's for sure. Looking forward to coming up against the Adakare guys again. And, yeah, it's going to be, a, hopefully, just as exciting as what Tuesday night was as well. Well, she and um, obviously you boys have got the week off, rolled straight through to the final. Um, only dropped one game during the year. What do you put it down to? What, what, what's been the biggest turnaround for you boys uh, during the competition? What's, what's been your biggest asset, you think? Uh, good squad depth, I think. Um, coming off the draft night, we were we were very happy with um, with the draft night and how it went. And um, even even with our squad, when you took two big players out of it, like Dan Wilson and Jared Sipple, who are our Brisbane players, you still looked at our lineup and went, you know what, you know we're still going to go okay here. So that that was really satisfying. How's it been uh, filling the smallest boots in the comp? <laughs> yes, had to film it all. Yes, had to play much. No, I only played two games and then, and then got crook and got injured. So, no, it's been. Um, I say when I got picked up by Ada Care and with um, Dan and Ando, I you know really didn't know much about them, but um, it's been a good ride. Eh? Like we've mm. we've had a really good time. Um, everyone that we picked on draft night has really bought into the way we wanted to play, and you know we were all about enjoying it. Really playing serious, but having having good fun and. Um, yeah, it's been one hell of a hell of a laugh so far. We just need to finish it off. It seems sort of watching you guys and watching the rest of the comp, you're probably the team that's consistently been able to take advantage of that power play, first six overs, get off to a really red-hot start. It's probably a fair comment, yeah. Um, I mean, you look at the players we've had in that power play, though, like obviously Chris Gillum, first-round draft pick. Um, we picked Gillo just because we wanted a, a solid opening bat all you know, all five games, and um, he's been outstanding. Yeah. Leading, leading run scorer in the comp. So, yeah, he's he's been instrumental in that power play. But when you throw, um, I mean, he's had Dan Wilson as an opening partner, who's pretty handy too. Yeah. Um, and then when he's been out, we've had Jed Sipple go in, and Jed's held his own too. Jed's done a great job at the top of the order. So, yeah, like I said, we've had that depth, so it's been really good. Mate, there's. A couple of matchups there I want to have a chat to you about. So you've got bloke and blokes that you know very well. You've got the the Sipple boys, one playing with Shawnee. You got Mick yep. in your face, Mick, the big dog against his um, his quite assuming brother Jed. <laughs> How's that going to go, mate? How much cricket do they actually played against each other? These two, um, probably not a great deal against each other. Played with each other a hell of a lot. Um, obviously, still playing together a lot for for lately. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup, but you know, brothers, completely different players, um, completely different personalities, um, but both fantastic cricketers. So it's um, it's going to be good. I don't know if Mick will be fit enough to bowl. Maybe at Jed, he looked like he's um, carrying a niggle, but um, yeah, I think Jed will be up for it. What What are the thoughts of you know Mick? You know, gets to twenty or thirty odd. Jed got an over of uh, leggies in him still. Nah, no. nah. <laughs> those those days are long gone for Jed. But. Mate, it'd be. I'm telling you, it'd be interesting because knowing what Mick's like, he would want to absolutely smash him. Oh, Mick would be looking to get 36 off the yeah. over, and um, but no, Jed'd be up for the fight. I just think Jed might be better at short cover or something, just saying a few words. <laughs> 
how good has Mick been for you? He said, yeah, hold ahead amongst those young guys to have a guy like experienced and also put his hand up and scored plenty of runs for you as well. Yeah, he has been great, mate. And that's why we were keen to take him early on in the draft. I think we took him second round pick in the end. So we were quite happy to nab him. That's for sure. And I think it's paid dividends. I think he's our second leading run scorer as of uh, Tuesday night. So looking forward to hopefully seeing him score a few more this Sunday for us too. Sean, one of your young guys I wanted to ask you about, we saw him bowl outstanding at the death there, Paul Drum. Is he the young kid from Grammar? He'd be a great... Yeah, Paulie's Paulie's an under-18 player. He's still at school at Grammar as well too. I think he's uh, 16. I think he's in grade 11 this year as well too. So, yeah, I I knew Paulie had the ability to bowl. We hadn't bowled him in a game prior to Tuesday night. No. Uh, But, yeah, throwing him the ball, he he, he backed himself. I mean, crucial time. I know, yeah. And, yeah. With the first ball. Was it first ball? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got um, got Vell out. That's right, yeah. No, that was a big wicket. And then he got um, McGiffin out as well, too. Yeah. First ball of his next oh, spell, I suppose. Yeah, the next over he bowled. So, no, it was fantastic to see he backed himself. And you just love seeing a youngster full of confidence yeah. to really have a crack at it. And, yeah, he's full of enthusiasm. And, yeah. And he was our last round pick, actually. So yeah. he, he was right at the very end. So I don't think a lot of guys from other teams, including us, knew a great deal about him. But... Yeah. Great pick. I Very happy. I uh, Stephen, when I saw the name, says that the kid from Grammar. I remember him coming through sports selling downs and doing a few things as a young kid there, and the name sounded familiar. And then watching him, not bad for you. <laughs> That's his first bowl, and you've thrown him the ball at, yeah. at a crucial time down the stretch. He was ready to go. Yeah. No, it was great. Loved it. That, the, the commentary team over here, Jeff, have mentioned all night how he was sort of that, that spark or energy, the, the typical young kid that just sits on the boundary and yaps all, all the time, which is pretty much what I did for our boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably was less, tame, less tame than you, yeah. mate, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did actually bowl very well. We had that trial at Toomba Grammar before the draft night for yeah. like the Western players or players that were maybe lesser known. and I, I, He actually bowled really well that day in the trial in the nets. So you could tell he's a good, good bowler. Talk, talking about sleepers in the competition, um, you guys have probably got the biggest sleeper, Luke Pollock. Oh. Um, you know, not many people knew about him. Give us a bit of a rundown on Luke, mate. Well, it's, to be fair, before last season, I didn't know a lot about Luke either. I um, turned up to play against Northside as an Ipswich and saw this this big unit warming up in the field for them. He's obviously a fairly uh, athletic-looking fella. I thought, oh, yeah. And we'd, I'd actually been seeing his name in the paper a few weeks before. He'd, he'd been scoring 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, but I'm talk, we're talking at 200 strike rate in one-day games. Like, And you're looking at it going, who is this fella? Like, He's not played for Norse before. And then found out that he'd played a couple of years in Brizzy and, and he's a pretty handy rugby league player and... Yeah, we turned up and played against him. Rain-affected game. Um, we had to bat first. We didn't make a great score. And they, he was not out. And I bowled at him. And honestly, at the end of that game, I thought, you know what? I actually didn't know where to bowl at that fella. The good balls were going for one and the bad ones were going for four or six. And uh, I said to Ando and Dan and preparing for draft night, I said, we need to get this fella pretty early on board. And... Um, but yeah, it got to the draft night, and I just had this feeling that no one else was looking at him, and I couldn't quite believe it. But he, yeah, he he went off on um, against the Rob Scan Night Riders. He went off. He, I think he got what was it? What did he get? Seventy something off. Thirty something balls. On, it, yeah. But he didn't hit a four. It's <laughs> <laughs> just outrageous batting. And um, I, I was, I've been saying to him all tournament. I said, Lukey, today's your day, mate. 
you know, you're going to have one day, mate, where you're going to go off and people are not going to know where to bowl at you. And that was last Sunday and it was oh, it was good to watch. And plays Q Cup League too, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Like, he actually, um, the game at Gatton, um, fielding it long on in front of the ADK tent, till, took a full-length scream, a full dive, um, arms out and hit the ground in front of the tent and all the crowd just went up. And, you know, there's not many blacks doing that. Like, one hell of an athlete. But, I mean... The, for the, as well as he batted on su- Sunday just gone, he bowled four overs and got, I think it was three wickets for, you know, not a lot of runs. So, yeah, great competitor, great pick. And, look, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to be pretty high on people's list for next year. We'll have to get in even earlier. On to the final, though. Uh, I suppose big match-up Sunday evening out there at uh, Highfields. Does anything change? Any any game plans going in, or is it just much of much of the same sort of thing for both teams heading heading into the game? We'd like to score a few more runs. <laughs> that that'll make things a bit easier for us. But no, I, it, we'll just. I think both teams are just going to take it as it comes on the night. Really, I mean, Welshie's gone through ten blokes who can all bat. They've got a fantastic batting lineup. So our bowlers are going to have to be on our game, ready to take them on. I back our bowlers. I think the way that we've defended a couple of really low totals to win a couple of key games. Uh, and, yeah, looking forward to guys like Petey Van and, and Mick Sipple and, um, yeah, plenty of other guys in our, our top order to fire with the bat and score some runs and, and make a great game of it. There, has it been around at Highfields during the season or is this the first time yeah, you played yeah, there? Yeah, there has. What's the pitch a... play like out there? Very, very it good. Was, yeah, we played we played Ada Care that night. It yeah. was a good deck. It was very come good. on really well at in a six o'clock game, so I can't Quite see the same conditions. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be pretty. Yeah, it'll be pretty, pretty good pitch. You would have been thinking, you know, one probably one fifty, one sixty is probably going to be par out there. Would have thought so. Yeah, yeah, be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we the only game we've lost all tournament was to the hip pocket boys. So you know, pressure's on them, isn't it? <laughs> have to be so. <laughs> we're, we're going into this game as underdogs. So, we'll yeah. take the pressure, mate. It's all right. Yeah. So now we'll um yeah. Same, same old for us. We just got to back ourselves. Be positive. The the other matchup, um, Shawnee up against your your club mate, Chris Gillum. Yep. Um, yep. Have you got him before? Have you got? got yeah, him? I got him in our game at Highfields yeah, between yeah hip pocket and Ada Care as well too. Okay. Only fail he's had. Yep. So how'd you get him? Uh, caught behind. Okay. He's yep. trying to hit me over cover for six like he usually Actually, does. We had him caught behind that night too, but he yeah. didn't get given out. Yeah. Yeah. Gillow yeah. said he didn't hit was it. Was that when he was on <laughs> 60 or 70, or what was he on at yeah, that stage? Yeah, he pogoed him after that. Yeah. 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 No, I, we'll, I'll be um, having a good chat to Chris on Saturday. So that's actually leading run score of either leading wicket taker too? Yeah, it would be too. Mm, yeah. Yellow yeah, like yep. caps. Yellow caps, mm. yeah. Apparently, oh, yeah. Sh- oh. Shawnee didn't want to wear his though, apparently on Tuesday. No, I, th- I threw the old one out because I had to wear it against Livewire at Grammar and we got pumped. So that's got bad juju. I threw it in the bin yeah. and said to Ken, I need a new one. And he didn't give me one. Sponsors about that. The, su- the, super- the, Blue Dogs. the superstition, you know, got in the way. Well, yeah, they're yeah. sponsored by Power FM, aren't they? <laughs> the caps. <laughs> Jeff, you the cow, your, your cap's gone, mate. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, there we go. Happy with that. Just put a HPR on the side. We'll be fine, yeah. So that's right. So leading run scorer against leading wicket taker. Look at that promoter's dream. Yeah, it? it's all it's all lined up for this Sunday night, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So intriguing one. So I suppose as well, like we, we talk about, obviously the competition, what it means to the owners, and is it their involvement? So I suppose probably one of the final questions of both of you, the the owners and that, like, what does it mean to you guys to represent them and their brand, and, and what it means to them for you to be out there in the final of this competition come Sunday? 
oh, for me, it's been really like to actually get to know Dan and learn more about what he does for the community and what they do from A to Care and the, you know, the people they support within their business. Um, I think Troy, when you were captain last year, they took all the boys round to some of the hospitals, is that right? Yeah, and yeah. showed what they do. And unfortunately, because of COVID, we couldn't do that this year. But, um, oh, yeah, Dan's pumped. So we had we had lunch we had lunch today the Brains Trust and um, I think we just end up having lunch because Ando needs to get out of the house and <laughs> have a few scooters. What, what if you, oh. if you always win? Like we know what Ando's like. Known Ando for a long time, and you, you got a bit of a sniff of what he does the other night. Yeah. And he works for Ada Care. There's no chance he'll be at work on Monday or Tuesday. No. Well, I've booked the day off, um, and I think Dan and Ando have two. So. Um, yeah, look, we we just got to get the job done, haven't we? And then we'll um, we'll worry about that after. You can have commiseration beers, mate. That's all right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't taste as good, though, do they? No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> and what about you? That's obviously the, the, the team, and yeah, you know, what it means, obviously, to, to everyone involved with Hip Pocket to be there and represent them on Sunday. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thrilled to be there. I mean, for Strangy to to want to pick me again after not uh, getting the team there through to the finals last year, I definitely wanted to repay the faith to him. And, yeah, I think we're one step away from doing that in its entirety. So he's excited. Uh, the group chat with the, um, the Hip Pocket Rockets um, administration, it's been going off the last, uh, <laughs> last couple of days. I don't think anyone slept after Tuesday night too much. So everyone's pumped and, and ready to go. And what about you, mate? Anyone booked Monday off work or...? Uh, not yet. There are no. kids. There, there are kids. <laughs> They've got a school. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Graham's got to run him the a Pepsi's will, The Pepsis will be going off. <laughs> Well, righto, so what happens, um, prediction Sunday? I know obviously you're going to say he's going to win. What, What's going to happen? Troy? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to jail first. Right? <laughs> no, what What do you reckon? Um, well, no, yeah, you're down for saying you think he's going to win. But tell us what you think of the game. You, you got, I think like, there's going to be... Played against both. I think there's going to be... It would be interesting because Ada Kerr, I think, has got the strongest batting line-up in the comp. Um, what I'm interested to see is if they lose a couple of quick ones because it hasn't happened. This season, they haven't lost, haven't lost quick wickets. So I want to see... I'd like to see what happens when they're two or three down. If they're two or three for 20. Um, and you've got the big big Luke Pollock coming in, sort of like that. Because they'll keep playing their shots. I know the way they're going to play. So that'd be interesting. Uh, you probably got the strongest batting lineup against probably the strongest bowling lineup. So, yeah, I, I thought probably 150, 160. But it might get brought back a little bit by um, hip pockets bowling. Um, who knows? So... And I think Mick Sipple will be up for the game, as he always is. Mm. He yes. could be a, a big bonus, but the man beside me knows him pretty well, knows what he does. So, yeah. That'll, that'll be interesting. There's a lot of Laidley blokes in there, like the Wilson boys are in there as well. Um, and they've got a bit of West flavour. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's a few blokes that play a lot of cricket together and actually playing against each other. So, that, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Bit of bit of banter. Hopefully, Jed's getting into Mick. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Dan getting into Chris. Yeah, it's, that's the other one too. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, so yeah, we good. Mm. Steve, what's your thoughts? Basically, basically echo what Troy just said. I think you got the best batting roster uh, up against probably the, the best bowling roster, and I completely agree. Like the, you've got off great. Those sticks have got off great starts, and they've got that depth in it, but funny thing when you get a bit of pressure if they can break through a few um, a few early wickets and put a bit of pressure on that middle order that hasn't spent a lot of time in the crease during the competition that'll be the I suppose the key to um, the, the hip pockets getting home but it'll be that traditional 
I suppose it is the old bat v ball, and whoever c- can come out on top will uh, win the game. Obviously, mm. um, through that, but don't know. Aztecs are hard to uh, to to shirk away from, which is the way they've been. It's really bar one really dominated the competition. I think so. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of favourites go down though. I'd say if a bookie was in, they'd have them. What price? Uh, what price are you putting them up? I'd probably go do you do- bet? dollar fifty two seventy five. I reckon. Dollar fifty. Aztecs? Yeah, yeah, I think so. He was just playing the underdog card for. Yeah, I know, mate. You can't trust him. <laughs> you can't, cannot trust a pommy. <laughs> <laughs> <Without> his accent. <laughs> but um, so but it'll be a cracking game. Again, you would have thought the hip pockets were down and out um, 10 overs in on Tuesday night and way to turn around. So, uh, 2020 cricket, as I said, if, if we played this season, all six teams, and you paid each other 10 times each, I reckon the table would end up pretty much dead level as, as well through throughout. So... Um, interesting times, but it cracking evening out there. Hopefully, yeah, nice and warm. Yeah, Sunday night. Ian Rhymes is mm. just online. What do you say? Hip pock rockets all the way. It's mm. a surprise. <laughs> Good on you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> how 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 important has Ian been to the hip pocket rockets? Obviously, wealth of knowledge. He's been there and done all that, and had yeah. massive massive success with the Grey Cavaliers, and and he's putting that to bring some of that um, wisdom to the to the Rockets. He's having too much success with the Grey Cavs because we haven't seen him much this year. Oh. He's, been, he's been unavailable most Sundays with um, with veterans cricket. But, yeah, Ian loves to be around. He loves to pump the boys up before a game, during a game, after a game. Mm. When they're in the toilet, he'll pump anyone up anytime. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ian's fantastic to have, mate. He's, he's, he's blood, great. A bit of blood <laughs> No, yeah, you definitely want someone like Ian around your group because he's, he's just, yeah, always up for a fight. Yeah, absolutely. So, right, a last question. You both obviously going to say you win. Why? What happens? Someone scores how many runs or you? What, what's the key to winning? Something. Give me something. Give us a prediction. prediction. What do you win, Sean? We have someone go nuts with the bat. Hasn't happened yet, except one game we had Petey Vandercoos get 90 against Adacare. Maybe it'll be Petey, maybe it'll be someone else, but we will get to the 150, like Troy's been saying, and I think that we'll keep them under 130. There we go. Oh, shellacking. Mm. Oh, I, like a, I like a margin bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if we win the toss and bat first, that's that plan of the win. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's what yeah. No, we'll just keep batting What is the plan in terms the of like the captaincy? You obviously won't flip the cards too often, but... You know, you know what the deck's like. It's obviously the, the late night cricket. You just win the toss. What do you do? Going to bowl? I'm not going to say I too much, but it is a it's that twilight period. You know, when the lights are coming into yeah, full yeah. effect, can be quite hard to bat in. So it's a tough it's a coin toss, isn't it? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> we'll just get on with it. You don't want the result to be relied on by the coin toss, but it is crucial, Jolly. That's for sure. You definitely want to win that. Sure, a bat first. That's a given. Yeah, well, we don't. I think Welsh. I'm not sure what you'll do, or Gillow or Welsh, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, nothing. Mm. Gillow will be. Um, Gillow's been going pretty good. So yeah, because yeah, he smacked him. Yeah, got to put. A, you put a good score on early the other night, but you've been chasing well as well. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Hmm. Well, Welsh, what's your prediction? So you're gonna you're, they're gonna score 150 and you're gonna get skittled for under 130. Yeah. So and then we'll yeah we'll just go home and sulk. No. <laughs> Have those commiserations. <laughs> yeah. No. We're, look, we like I said, we we've got a great great team, great atmosphere, and um, I think that's what will get us home in the end. Bye, Bye. Yeah. <laughs>
No, but you want actual score predictions now. I yeah. No, it's a good, good platform. The one percent is right. Great yeah, platform. The bowlers, yeah. and we just build off the back of it. Sort of yeah. I, look, I think par score will be one one fifty, one sixty. Yeah. Um, if the deck's like it was the other week out there, um, but we've got some pretty big ins. You know, last time we played against Hip Pocket, no Jared Sipple, no Daniel Wilson. Obviously, I'm still sidelined, but. I'll be um, I'll be cheering the boys on. I think that's two pretty big ins for us. Righto. So Sunday night, six o'clock, out at Highfield. It'll also be on PTV Channel O and also on the Power FM special events line. So plenty of ways to tune in. We get out and support it. It's been a great season. All the best, boys, and thanks for coming in and giving us a bit of your time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having us. So DDBBL Grand Final Preview, there you go, with uh, thanks to ITP Haynes Wilson. We'll take a break. When we come back on the semi-pros, we'll have a look at the Southern Hotel shot clock. Who is Haynes Wilson? It's Cohen Haynes and Liam Wilson. They're mortgage brokers. They'll find the right loan for you, and they'll manage the whole process from start to finish. Whether it's your first home, refinancing your current dwelling, or in an investment, they have access to loans from a host of Australia's leading lenders. They're not just here to help you find a loan with the right fit, they're here to make the whole process easier. Professionalism at every turn. Pick up the phone and call today. Haynes Wilson, 4599913. Toowoomba Truck Spares is your authorised dealer for Western Star, Man, Dennis Eagle, Cummins and Detroit Diesel. We also specialise in parts to suit all makes of heavy duty trucks and trailers. We have a comprehensive range of parts, making us your one-stop parts shop. Toowoomba Truck Spares, 497 to 501 Boundary Road, Toowoomba. Or check out the website, www.ttspares.com.au and make sure you like us on Facebook. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course, big screens, atmosphere, you'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, Sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. You're listening to The Semi-Pros on Power FM. Thanks for tuning in to The Semi-Pros, Southern Hotel Shot Clock. Southern Hotel's a place to be across this weekend. So all the NRL live, the Everest. I see Moggy's added in with Gitra to win. All right, so that's where he's obviously... Trash. There's a tip for you. Scratch that one. Uh, the Southern <laughs> Super Sunday UFC live, Lomachenko's fight live, Bathurst live, and the Bledisloe is live. And also the new menu is launched out there, and the pork and prawn wontons are a must. How's that? We could go and watch the Bledisloe. Mm. A few tubes and out to the uh, DDBBL yeah, final. Plenty of Sounds Sunday. like a pretty good day. Mm. Real good. Bathurst. And Bathurst. Oh, she loves that. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins this year, G? Oh, the fast one. Yeah, probably motorsports a real winner. <laughs> <laughs> Bathurst's a real winner. Yeah. Shot clock topics. I don't know. Twenty four seconds. Um, I'd add one in. We just talked about it before. The uh, the blood is low. When's that on Sunday? Sunday. Mm. Mm. Eden Park. Eden Park. Game two. First game. Unbelievable. Who wins this weekend? Steve. I don't think we've won at Eden Park for 30-something years. And, oh, I'll tell you what, that, that although that was a draw, that hurts us a lot more than hurt them. We should have won that game um, on Sunday. And 
didn't, had our opportunities, and then looked like losing it. And it was you could see that. And I thought we were going to lose for sure when Black, All Blacks got back down ten out. But um, Eden Park, oh, I, th- I think they'll get us over there. And- <laughs> Next games. <laughs> so no, New Zealand. Troy. Uh, yeah, I, I can't see us beating them at Eden Park. As Steve said, thirty-four years. Um, yeah, we should have got them last game. We won't get them at Eden Park. Joel? Wallabies. Yeah? This is the year. We'll beat them this year. Building off the back of that big uh, performance. As Troy said, there's no chance in New Zealand. So that was a, that was a great prediction from Troy. But uh, off the yes, back of that 16-all uh, effort there, first up, better for the run. Wallabies, Eden Park, doing the hoodoo this weekend. Hoodoos are there to be broken. They won't be this weekend. <laughs> Next. NRL finals this weekend. Who'll be in the grand final? Okay, so, you know, there's two games this weekend, Raiders and the Storm, Panthers and um, South. South Sydney. Glory, glory. <clears throat> so who wins both those games lines up in the grand final next week. So for those listening to this on Saturday, you'll, you'll see how good the first half of the predictions are. Steve? Mm. Um, this is easy, and I think you get $3.39 for the multi-Storm <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> yeah, took this, if you took this a uh, few months ago or six weeks ago, would have got better, but I think I, the Roosters were in there at that time. But anyway, this um, oh yeah, this lay down Mazare. So Storm win, Panthers win. A cracking game next week. Right on. Troy. Raiders, Panthers. Mm. Um, I don't think Munster's. Well, he's not going to be one hundred percent. Um, they'll target him, and I think. I think the Raiders will get up in a, in a, in a tight contest. Yeah, I think, I think they'll have enough to get over the top of them. Raiders for me. And, yeah, I think the Panthers will be too strong for South. They'll get out to <laughs> catch them. Time's up. Shot clock expires. Joel? Two cracking games of footy. Uh, I'm going St- Storm and South. I think South will uh, get their tail up, peaking at the right time. Bennett, absolute master coach. And the Panthers, young squad. No kick out. Obviously, big out yeah. for them. Um I think South can do them. So I'm going... Uh, and Raiders Storm, that's a flip of the coin, but I'm going to stick with the Storm. Been there before. They know how to win. Storm, South, G. Um, great bet here. The two upsets. The Raiders to get over the top of the Storm and the Bunnies to beat the Panthers. So an all-green grand final. South, the green and reds up against the green and whatever other colours Canberra is these days. Yellow and white. Up so, the milk. You know, I think Canberra can win and I really think South can beat... Penrith, as you said, just peaking at the right time. So, there you go. Who would have thought that would be the grand final at the start of the year? So, Canberra v. South. <coughs> AFL. Quickly, just before I talk about that, for those that are watching on our live stream, so this weekend, the AFL, the Premiership Trophy, is in town on Friday. It's up at Cobb & Co. between 8am and 10am. So, if you're doing nothing tomorrow morning and you're watching just on our Facebook or uh, pop up and have a look at that. So, the Premiership Trophy is doing the, the rounds across Queensland, of course, with the game this weekend. Um, well, sorry, well, with, well, with the obviously the grand final next week. So um, that's up there at Cobb & Co. 8 until 10. So pop up and have a look at the uh, the Premiership Cup, which uh, I suppose many of us are hoping it will be the Brisbane Lions that hoist it in a few weeks' time. So I'm going to just concentrate with the AFL on that game. Lions or Cats, Steve? Nah, Lions will beat the Cats. <clears throat> I think they're about probably three or four goal better team than the uh, Cats. And the Cats um, obviously put it all together last week, but with that, Collingwood didn't show up, but... Um, Lions will be good for the week off. They had a couple of bikes back for that prelim final, which will now 
had a bit more a bit more rest ready to go and I think they'll run over it and a home GF there's uh, no better fairy tale story going on. <coughs> Troy, your mob? Yeah, my mob. My mob. We're home. Lions. Uh, yeah, I think they got over their hurdle last game getting through um, Richmond. Hadn't got through that, that um, one of those finals since well, last year they went out in straight sets. Uh, I think they'll be ready for it. They're getting, as Steve said, a week off and get a couple of big ins as well. Uh, I think they'll put them away by 30. Play Richmond? Think, no, I think Port Adelaide will beat Richmond. There you go. Right At right. home, Port Adelaide. Yep. Right on. Joel? Yeah, I'm um, I'm on Team Lions here in this uh, Carol Baskins Cup. Shout out to Carol. Hail you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> and uh, I think the Lions will go on to play Richmond Tigers <laughs> in the final there. So uh, another Carol Baskins take two. There you go. Lions. What would you say? Hail you who? Hail you cool cat and kitten. <laughs> Carol Masson's Scott. Shout out to be out there listening. <laughs> you told to get that in twice in the 24 seconds. Um, I'll, be, I'll go with the Lions. I agree. I think after getting over that hurdle a couple of weeks ago, it was uh, significant for them. So, And, yeah, I think they'll be far too good for them. And I think they'll play Richmond again. So mm. that's on next mm. week. So. Cracking game too. So I'll go the Big Cats battle for the flag next week. That is our Southern Hotel shot clock. Don't forget to pop out and see the team at the Southern Hotel. So all the big sporting action on the big screens is out there. Thanks to the Southern Hotel Bar 839 for supporting us here on the semi-pros. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have a look at our Hogan's Family Jewelers Rocks and Diamonds. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course. Big screens, atmosphere. You'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. Experience Clifford Park, Toowoomba's premier entertainment precinct on a Saturday night. It's so much more than just live racing. Functions. <laughs> events. <laughs> fundraising. Tonight we've raised over $10,000. Entertainment. For information and bookings, visit cliffordpark.com.au. Hogan's Family Jewellers is Toowoomba's premier family-owned jewellery store. Three generations have been serving Toowoomba and the Darling Downs for the past 74 years. Hogan specialise in handcrafting, engagement, wedding and eternity rings and all fine jewellery using only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds and hand-selected gemstones from the most renowned regions in the world. Lofty has a passion for designing beautiful, unique pieces for his clients and is available by appointment for consultation. Visit Lockie Hogan and the team at 243 Margaret Street, Toowoomba. Hogan's, for those who prefer quality. You're listening to The Semi-Pros on Power FM. Thanks for joining us on The Semi-Pros. Thanks to our sponsors supporting us on the program. Hogan's Family Jewelers present our Rocks and Diamonds of the Week where we look at the, uh, the highs and the lows. Rock of the Week, thanks to Hogan's Family Jewelers. It's on news.com. Steve, who have you made? <laughs> who have you made your rock this week? Thanks yeah, to no. your personal sponsors. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock the Lakers. Oh, they just... Yeah, yeah, yeah you know? Yeah, Because yeah, you win a championship and you go and have a celebration and you all have to put little goggles on <laughs> yes. so you don't get stuff in your eyes. Oh, talk about a bunch of 
Oh, that'll do, mate. I've done that for years. I, I hate know. it. And they're yeah. rock every year. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Are you kidding, aren't you? Face Talk about, oh, LeBron, yeah, he'd handle getting beat up in the keyway by the Pistons. He can't get a little squirt of champagne in his eyes, he has a cry. Put the goggles on. Oh, that'll... Uh, Be a close second yeah. watching LeBron try and smoke that cigar during his press conference, dude. Yeah, See yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the goggles. Oh, Lakers. No, the Lakers, yeah. If you want to have a celebration, good. If you want to shoot champagne. I remember when the Sharks won and we... Was, yeah. Tell you what, we had a good time and nobody needed the old speedo goggles in then, so yeah. Just did drop off the ceiling over there, I think. Yeah. Were you in your chucks, Jesse? Yeah, yeah, look, look like Johnny Manor. <laughs> Troy, what are you got? Oh Sam Query, the what is he? United States. Uh, tennis player over in Russia, and um, he's tested positive during a tournament, uh, and his family's tested positive. So to what? Um, that COVID thing, I think it was yeah, yeah. So COVID, and they've been told they've got to um, stay for fourteen days, like everyone else. So he just hired a private jet and went home. Old Sam packed his family up, and off they went. Yeah, he, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to abide by the rules, Sam. So yes, yeah, so he's looking at a three-year ban now, by the looks of it. So. Because of his stupidity, um, so Sam he can he can be rock of the week. What a goose! <laughs> yeah, reasonable. Yeah, Joel, who are you rocking? I'm rocking uh, Wendell Saylor Jr. Old Christian. Mm. He's obviously charged last week with uh, aggravated yeah. sexual assault, and now firm believer in the old innocent until proven guilty. But if that is true, what he's done in terms of there's evidence come out that he's drugged this girl and potentially raped her and all the rest of it that's gone along with it. God, that's a wild accusation, isn't it? Yeah. He was refused bail, obviously, by the police, and then uh, appeared in court and was granted bail. Obviously, no contract next year, which wouldn't have been registered if he had one in any event uh, on the back of the Hayne DeBellin-type scenario. But uh, for a young kid who, the sky's the limit, potentially well, didn't have a contract, obviously, with the, the Dragons letting him go this year, might be uh, curtains for the career, perhaps. Mm. NRL can find a headline. Certainly can. Mm. <laughs> Obviously could have rocked old Michael Jennings, my man too, leaving us short on the semi-final eaves. Plenty rocks this week. Yeah, yeah it's heaps. Plenty going around there, but like yeah. you said, the NRL and the headlines. Mm. I had two, and I don't know which way to go with it. So I'll, I'll go with the, so the AFL, so the grand finals here. Did you see this story with the turf? Oh, the yeah. Mm. Fair dink. So the game's at the Gabba, and they've shipped up They've dug up a section of the goal square from the MCG, refrigerator, whatever, kept it alive, carted it up to Brisbane, and they're going to lay it on Monday for the grand final. Mm. Why? Don't know. That's ridiculous, though. Well, what? Would have been good if the people of the Gabba just, well, grass just turned them away. Grass doesn't just grow in a week. Either. That's my point. So imagine yeah. you turn up there, you get this little yellow patch or something sitting there that doesn't. I've seen a couple of race courses where they've laid turf and it hasn't quite worked out. Doesn't bind properly. Hmm. So, is it a Melbourneian so... Is that like they just need to have a piece of the grand final or what? Oh, they're just different. They're just different. (laughs) Different, all right. So, yeah, that that for me and the close second was going to be the Sydney Roosters for basically blaming Cole Flanagan on all their dramas and say you can... You can go like it's his fault. Now they're talking about wanting to bring back Mitchell Pierce, and then he will swap with Mitchell Moses. And yeah, like I, yeah, 
You like Mitchell Moses? On high. <laughs> <laughs> you good goal kicker. <laughs> that could have been a good rock too. Yeah. Oh so, my god. So yeah. Anyway, uh, that was my close second there. But no, yeah. The uh, that the whole I don't know who's whose call that is or who made that decision. But seriously, to, to cart up a mm. bit of grass. Well, it's got to come from the top, hasn't it? Yeah. Like drop ins. Dropping squares. Yeah. <laughs> like dropping goal square. And as I said, and, and it's getting laid Monday. The grand final's on Saturday. Mm. Wanna have some water? <clears throat> I mean going through a bit of a drought. Oh it just it won't like you'll be able to pull that up like a rug. Yeah, it yeah. won't exactly. find that's the yeah. thing. People like well it's actions in the Exactly in the centre there. Yeah. Like. Anyway, say so up there Kazali. Mm. In there and fine. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of M C G turf in the middle. Hogan's Family Jewels, that's our Rocks of the Week. Diamond of the Week. That could be one. Steve, who you got for your Diamond of the Week? Oh, mate, there's an absolute plethora <laughs> of diamonds you could polish up and uh, give a rap for this week. But, again, the culmination of the DDBBL. It's just been... Like, last year, got to the last round, and you thought, fairy tale, they've had absolutely everything go their way. Mm. And... Uh, Fast forward 12 months and they're in the same position where they had five potential finalists coming that last week. Every game had an impact on there. There hasn't been a dead rubber yet, I don't think, in the DDBBL. And, um, yeah, it's just outstanding. Uh, a great competition um, to be a part of this year and, and involved with uh, with Kent and Ando and, and everybody who, who puts a yeah. whole heap of effort into it. Like. There's always that second-year syndrome that could hit um, where you get that boom first year and second year doesn't live up to expectations. But it's obviously gone from strength to strength. and um, Even better. Exactly right. So, um, yeah, to, to those guys, and obviously the, the, it, it's hopefully cemented its place in the, uh, the, the Toowoomba Cricket calendar now uh, from year to year. But, um, yeah, outstanding job to all involved there. Um, with the DDBBL. Nice. Troy? Um, I'm going to diamond a bloke. I think I've diamonded him before. Michael Nisa, yep. the perennial 12th man for Australia. Talk about just knocking the door down. Like If, if there's a spot going, he he's this guy's going to get a crack. So he's 12th man pretty much all, yep. ash, all, all ashes. The last 12 months he's been 12th man for Australia. And he just keeps putting these performances in there. Well, first game of the Sheffield Shield this week, he's come out... And tore through uh, the Tassie lineup, took five or six wickets, then come out and hit his maiden ton as well. He's hit 120. So, you know, to take take five for and score 100 in the one game is a is an unbelievable effort. Um, and this bloke just keeps putting in performances. I really hope he gets a crack because he is a bloke that deserves deserves a go. So, yeah, hopefully there's a, a surface that comes along. It's going to be a horses for courses thing with him. Surface is going to have to suit for him to get a gig, but uh, yeah, I really hope he gets a go because he deserves it. Michael Nisa for me. Michael Nisa. Joel? My diamond this week's the old Troy Gursky. Kursky. <laughs> How many times has this bloke rocked something and then the, the preceding week it's come out that uh, something great has come from it? Obviously, uh, blew up last week about the uh, administration of Australian rugby allowing uh, the two tests in New Zealand first. And... Uh, Wallabies produced that performance, and I think you were on about a six in a row ducks or something, weren't you there, mate? For one, six ducks on a pond or something. Rock myself. Rock yourself. Come <laughs> out and scored, scored plus fifty. That's why I did 60 it. Something. 
There's been a few instances. So what did you make, Rock, this week? Oh, mate, with the COVID, he'll come out and never had it. Probably query. Out, yeah, query's going to probably win the US Open or French Open or whatever's coming up next. He'll so. get, on, yeah, yeah. get on him. Yeah, whatever. He won't get suspended for three years and he'll win the next one. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, the Gursky kursky It just rolls on. The show rolls on with the, the Gursk. <laughs> You've had a fair track record, haven't you? No doubt. Um, mine actually gets, gets further. Uh, merit with it now after listening to Sean McCarthy speak about it. So that young kid like Paul Drum, first time, first time he'd been given the ball this season. I'd never seen him. I didn't know who he was. I'd, mm. yeah. As I said, I messaged Steve like when we were watching sort of at the time and I said, is that the kid from Grammar? Because I remember seeing him through Sports Darling Downs come through, win a few awards and was at Speak Up for Sport yeah. and things like that. And on one of the rare occasions I was at the Fit Lab, he was there training as well. We were outside. And the car park, was yeah, that him? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Really nice young kid. And then obviously, the, well, you know, Troy, the big game, pressure, the kid. And, mm. and you guys were, were well on top at that stage. Yeah. Well yep. on top. And he's gone, here, have a bowl. And, and he's come out and turned the game for him. He did the job, didn't he? Yeah, real so, good job. Yeah, so we young fella there to keep an eye on. Big future for, for him. But, yeah, congratulations to him. It was um, outstanding. So he can be the uh, Hogan's Family Jewelers Diamond of the Week. Righto, Hogan's Family Jewelers find a winner this weekend. There's an absolute plethora of racing this weekend. Ten to sink your teeth in at Caulfield. Ten to sink your teeth in at Randwick. Nine or something at Brisbane. It's sort of... You know, what a day. Significance. <laughs> Everest's, Kosciuszko's. No cricket for me, Saturday. Caulfield Cups. Winners, winners, something. Who's got one for us this weekend? I've got one. Yep, go. Uh, so we're going to my favourite hunting ground, Doombin. Yep. Race five, we're going with number seven, Molly's Rocking. Hatchy yep. is in form. Uh, you can get five bucks about it at the moment. Uh, one last start. I just, yeah, I like following Hatchy when he's getting a few home. Um, getting plenty home at the moment. Yeah, he's getting plenty. I think he'll get this one home in Brizzy. Molly's Rocking, number seven, five dollars at the moment. Joel? Yeah. Uh, put on my blue suede shoes. I'm going to Randwick and race three looking like Elvis. It's uh, It's been a bit unlucky, this prep down in Sydney, obviously now trained by Jared Austin. It's um, last run in a group one, finished fifth behind Probabile, only beaten a length and a half. Goes back to the spring mile, obviously there at Randwick. Ten bucks. Looks like Elvis. One for the Ichi Way players. Steve? Mm. I'm going to go back to Brisbane. I haven't been there for a while. So in the last, so you've got to wait all day to uh, to fill your pockets. But uh horse that's first up actually ran in the Kosciuszko this time last year. Um, I think it was that it uh, got a start in there. And it ran a couple of races up here. I think it beat our, beat our horse one day when it uh, ignited that's the right. light. Absolutely towed them up and looked like going for a massive prep obviously had its dramas tipped out had a spell had a run did no good change of trainers now and goes well first up um class six like it's if it is anywhere near its best it just romps past um this lot and uh seven dollars to to find out it is on the drift a little bit too so maybe hold your pennies and bet on the day you might get a few extra dollars and put a booster on it and maybe get doubles and Go home a happy man. I'd say it's really a really good idea to back a win of the last race of the day than is the first race because you know what happens when you back the win of the first race. So maybe a chance of leaving with a couple of shillings. So what is Lucky it? Lucky last. Awesome, awesome pluck. pluck. Oh. Awesome pluck. 
I'll go on the hardest race of the day, Caulfield Cup, race nine. This will, this is nearly the forgotten horse of the field. It is 14, Dallasan. Never thought I'd come up with Dallasan to be winning a Caulfield Cup, but I tell you what, its last couple of runs have been outstanding, and then the weights pull when you go through that. Those runs in the Turnbull, um, its runs in the Maccabi Diva were very, very good, and as I said, it, it drops back significantly in weight, but it's not just that it drops back significantly in weight, it's the fact that it meets those around it much, 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 much better at the weight. So you're, you know, what won the Turnbull? Very elegance and your finches and your warnings and horses like that, it meets all of them better at the weights. And then, as I said, it's run through the Maccabi, it was pretty good too. So I never really thought Dallas would be a horse he'd be coming up with to win the, the cup. Joel's man's on it, Pikey in form. Rode 300 Killed meters or something last, last week. Thing. So What did he ride last week? Four. Four. So, yeah. I think so two group ones or something. 17 bucks or something this morning. I looked, so. Have you got it up there now? No. 16. Yeah. 16 on sports bets. 16. After you had your money on, so yeah. 16. 16. <coughs> so, yeah. Shorten so, it's shortened up a little bit. So, yeah. No, I, I really think it'll run a race. There you go. That'll do me. Righto. This weekend, what's happening? What's happening, as I said, so DDBBL Grand Final, of course, Sunday, so that's at 6 o'clock, so head out to Highfield Sports Complex there. Otherwise, make sure you tune into the coverage via PTV Channel O, or you can listen to it via Power FM Special Events Line, so that's across this weekend. What else is on? Well, anything happening this weekend? don't know. I think you're just in the uh, first round of the championships yeah, right. down there at the City Golf, Golf Club. Club. Um, Club champs start this weekend, four rounds. Yes. You yep. two are p participating? No. No? <laughs> No, yeah. I'm out. James? We're competing in day one. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yep. I'll weigh up my um, future decisions on what other rounds are playing based on how, how round goes one goes. Round yeah. one goes. Yeah. Might, mightn't be any point, Troy, playing after round one, yep. but uh, penciled in to be involved in and the, you're out, the four Steve. rounds. Mm. Through injury or oh, we'll be injured, work yeah. commitments? Forced injury. Oh, we'll be injured. <laughs> a little lipo. <laughs> Get a tummy tuck. So, good. so he's going. <laughs> he's going to have his last hurrah Sunday yeah. around one of the championships. Yeah. So yeah, no, the yeah, so the club championships are on this this weekend. So round one, this Sunday, round two is the Sunday, and then mm. last two rounds following two. So that's on. Um, ran into Daryl Luckdown the other day. Rangers going good. They they play again this weekend. They had a big win first up. So what's Daryl rolling for well. game nine hundred this year? Is <laughs> yeah, it? be up there somewhere. Hmm. Be up there somewhere, so I think he must be concentrating on golf. So I actually saw him. So, what's he playing off now? What? Don't know. Don't Don't know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so he was out there. So they're on this weekend as well. So good luck to, to Local cricket. Rangers. Harding, Madsen. Mm. Yep. Round continues. Yep. Toowoomba teams have been flying in that round three. Yeah, I think. Toowoomba and Laidley. Yeah, Laidley undefeated. West undefeated. Mets undefeated. Centrals yep. from Ipswich undefeated. So. Yep. Yeah, it'd be a close competition. Yep, so mm. plenty happening on the local sporting scene. So as we say, get out and support your local team. And again, don't forget the big DDBBL Grand Finals. We said Sunday night out there at um, Highfields. So all those tune in via PTV Channel O. Righto, boys. Good to be back. So bright and early. So Saturday morning next yeah, week. Yeah, be good. Live, mm. 6.30. Mm. Daylight saving. Got a tip for the Everest? Mm. Had a look at it yet? Yeah, 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 I do. I like one in it. What do you like? Bivouac. Yeah, I'll come up with it too. <coughs> Bossy. Bossy. No, 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 back behemoth. The big behemoth. Actually, that, 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 would, be an, that no, would be an incredible that would be an incredible story. That horse cost six grand. Yeah. Mm. It's now racing in a $15 million race. Which one, sorry? Behemoth. 
Well, it depends when you bought it. If you bought it, it was a Wendy. The second it cost time. 160. Yeah. The second time when they sold <laughs> it. Oh, is that right? So, but they, the yeah. people who've got it now bought it for six. Yep. Sold it as 160 for a Wainling and sold, turned around and sold it as six grand for Good a Good injured, didn't it? Unraced. No, nah, just was a dog, donkey looking thing. Yeah. As a yearling, unraced. Yep. Good investment from the first block. Good pin hook by whoever chose to do that. You know, yeah. 150 <laughs> plus what it's won. You should have, would you? Should, how do you buy a horse for yeah. 160 grand? And then just grand, sell it then for six. My reserve for six, yeah. Because surely if it, if, it went, if, if it went around at Mudgee and ran 13th, you could still sell it for six. Mm. Yeah. Mm. To Mount Isa or somewhere. Surely. Yeah, easy game on hindsight, isn't it? <laughs> but great game. So imagine that's a $6,000 horse. Actually, and that those same connections or colours, it's that grand... Forget what it is now. Syndicate. They've got Grand the Star, favorite. isn't it? Grand Star. Grand. It's not that. It's Grand Star. But anyway, they've got. It's me, the favorite. Yeah. Kosciuszko as well. Mm. Flying. Yeah. What a sniffle though. Does it? Yeah, it's got some mucus discovered this morning. <laughs> <laughs> One for the super coaches, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's drifters doling on out two thirty. It's in my team, mm. so yeah, that's, that's that's good information to note. So, but anyway, yeah. So next uh, Saturday we'll be live from 6.30 in the morning so hope you can join us then thanks for tuning in to the semi-pros we'll see you next week that's my rock of the week I think he's a dead set goose that's his spraying beer probably all over his ceiling <laughs> absolutely ridiculous isn't it real you can't nominate yourself as diamond of the week it was just a spectacle it was probably one of the better games we'll see just just about doing mate Surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen.